Grab your popcorn, grab your decapitated head, get your butter, get your bag of blood. This is the 2022 edition of the 31 Days of Dread, where Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your boy here, the film buff, does one horror movie a day. And that's me talking. I'm your host. I'm not a vampire. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost a zombie because I've just been doing nothing but watching these movies so I can discuss them all with you. But here it is, the 31 Days of Dread. Everyone, I am so excited to bring you these movies. We're, we're doing modern-day horror for the first time ever. We're, we're barely even going to hit 2021. We're going to focus on 2022. So roll over in that coffin and let's go. David Blue Garcia. David Blue Garcia, I'm speaking to you. Hi, I'm AKA Pat, Peter A. DeLuca, the film buff. Congratulations, David. You did it. You blew me off of my couch into Center City, Philadelphia, flying through the cosmos. You did the impossible, and 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 you did it with uh, your middle name. That blue bus scene, the No Way Out, the best massacre of any and all of the Texas Chainsaw massacres. The only time we saw a chainsaw massacre, you gave to us. You gave to us in a 2022 Netflix drop that had zero hype. I hate to say zero excitement, but also, and this is where sometimes these things work in our favor, zero expectations. So I sat down. I sat down thinking I'm going to watch this movie. And move on and really not discuss it. Not even in a five-minute breakdown. And what we have here, we have an update. We have a sequel worthy to watch with the original. And what we have is new, bloody, visceral, artful, and hot. H-O-T. And it's not just the it's not just the Texas heat. I'm just talking about the cast. There's so many hotties. I'm loving it. This is one of the reasons I favor remakes and updates more than anything. Even with our last movie, Goodnight Mommy, where we I mean literally the entire movie we get to just stare at Naomi Watts, even though her face is covered. There's something fun about updating uh, you know not not just a film but a genre with new talent that look they these people looked apart the they look like that they belong and we can we can just watch it we can watch it because it feels new Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 is that this is the best leatherface we've ever seen in any of the movies I'm sorry in any of the movies the origin of Leatherface, the plight of Leatherface. Leatherface has moments in this movie where you legit feel sorry for him. You feel for the guy that literally is going to kill a bus full of people with a giant chainsaw. This is a part of horror that we absolutely love. It's it's the it's the the foundation of horror. That makes the 31 Days of Dread what it is year after year. Going into this this year, going into this season, 
year six, by the way, but going into it, I got, yeah, I got to give myself some props, but getting into it, I said, everything is going to run through horror moving forward. Everything we have when it comes to the next generation filmmaker, the gauge of filmmaker talent and abilities and and if they have the eye or not. The eye, not the X Factor, but the eye. The eye of a filmmaker. It's going to run through horror. And we are seeing this. We're seeing this with movies like Hereditary, The Witch, with the new Halloween trilogy. Uh, I'm, Jeez, ho- uh, I'm hoping that this becomes uh, a trilogy. At least give us a sequel. He's going back home at the end. But this movie just feels fun. It feels new. It feels hot. It's it's unexpected because there's parts in this movie where you root for the girls to survive. You root for Leatherface to get more of his revenge. You root for people to die. You root for them to escape. And when they start to escape, you wait. The girl from the original movie, our sole survivor from the original, is 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 here. She's in this. Her character is critical to what we're doing within the story. And she has maybe one of the best deaths I've ever seen. 50 years, I think she said 50 years or 30 years or, or whatever. Might have been 50. But for her to get her demise the way she did, waiting 50 years, doing a Jamie Lee Curtis from this past Halloween, uh, waiting for her killer to emerge so she can take him out, and him saying no, like, not <laughs> this is not your night, this is my night. It's so much fun. The screenplay, Chris Thomas Devlin, we're there, we're there. The credits, we're there. This movie does I mean limited set you know we're almost like feels like back lot but we can tell it's Texas we do have special you know we we got we have some Hollywood magic some special effects to sell a little bit more of that Texas heat we have Texas characters uh we have some progressivism within this movie anti-gun this and that that's cool whatever but it's it's there on a surface level and it's also there as a naive young person level and you you can go both ways with your take on that so this movie's packed i'm not sure what else it needs uh it's had the very best ending of any of these chainsaw movies that really try i mean the what's it the 2006 2007 uh, Platinum Studios, Michael Bay produced, uh, right, right, uh, Michael Nespin, uh, directed update where, you know, essentially Leatherface gets his arm cut off in that movie and, and we kind of get a prequel sequel. And it's just like, oh man, like you cut off the arm of your guy. Like, we're, <laughs> what are we doing? It's like giving Dexter a child. You know, like Dexter is a serial killer hiding in plain sight. He, But he cannot and should not have a child. Now, they left Leatherface in, intact. He's old. That's cool. But he's he's on his way home. We're ready for another movie. Uh, I, can't, I cannot tell you people 
how perfect of a slasher movie this is, how perfect of an update of a sequel. The movie does stay on, on its own. You only need to watch the original. It hits all of these things. And now we get into my frustration because where are my where's my analysis? Where where are my film goers? Where where are my boys at? Boys aliens. My boys, my girls, my aliens, my cats, my dogs, my Twinkies, where are they in holding this movie up and as a standard bearer at this point? No one's there because for whatever reason, this movie isn't viral. It's not talkative and it's not something easy to hate. And that's really where we are with movies when it comes to criticism. If, if it's not easily hated or hated on arrival, it's not even worth discussing. Well, not here, not for the film buff, not for this podcast, not for 500 plus episodes. We find the people who have the talent and we have to talk about them. I give all my credit to David Blue Garcia. He literally did the impossible. I hope to see more from him. And I hope to see more of this series. For the 31 Days in Dread, Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, but the film buff, a.k.a. Oh, jeez. Now, I blew blew off my... Uh, <laughs> I just blew that, people. That's what she said. Okay, moving on. We have the night shift, Jamie Foxx. Rock and roll. Can't wait to get... Uh, equally, can't wait to talk about that movie. The future of film is hard, and thanks for uh, thanks for all of that, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Getting back to uh, my, my, my point there. The future is harder. The future of cinema is harder. So everyone here, and I've never, ever, in, in all these years, I've never made this request. But everyone that we highlight, every single filmmaker, male, female, ghoul, goblin, you, got, you know the drill. But check them out. Find them on a streaming platform. I usually highlight how I watch these movies on which platform, e even if I rented it or bought it, so you guys know a little bit of the price range. It's important that we support all of these movies and all of these filmmakers because they are the future. The future is horror. Thanks for hanging out.